They said they said it couldn't be done. But the video games are back. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Uh it's it's that time of the year again. E three. The middle of June. It's hot outside. And the video games have taken over Los Angeles. Thousands of video game fans have descended upon the area to check out the Electronics Entertainment Expo version of 2018. And then there's us. And then there's us. We're not like a local news company or production that's talking about E3 because that's that's how they sound like. It is. Uh, we're the Season Lamb Checkup OVA. We're a podcast. Mm-hmm. You hear us through your ears. <laughs> That's what you do. Mm-hmm. This is a podcast where we have conversations. It's about video games, anime, and manga. Hello. I'm Jared. Joined as always by the queen of being sick. <laughs> Doc Al and Ladyum is here. Hello. We're here to talk to you about E3. Episode 9. Episode what? 79. Okay. You kind of, like, you you briefly cut out there for a second. I was like, wait, what? For the number. <laughs> But yeah, 79, that's our episode. Uh, if you remember from last week, we did a brief little bit about predictions. About what we thought was going to show up. And, uh, you know, we did we did fairly well. I'm actually pretty proud of us. I mean, people might look at that and be like, hey, you got 64% correct, 42 out of 66 predictions right. And be like, well, that's a failing grade. And it's like, hey, in terms of predictions, that's a pretty good grade. Yeah, I mean, like, we probably did better than your local uh, psychic. Exactly. Miss mm-hmm. Cleo ain't got nothing on us. Miss Cleo's in jail. Really? <laughs> I thought she was. I thought she was dead. She did. I mean, either way, she's not doing it anymore. <laughs> oh, boy. So what? by default, we do better than her. What a start. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Saturday through Tuesday, a butt ton of press conferences. Mm-hmm. And a butt ton of games announced. That well, some of them had been leaked prior to this, so some surprises. Some there was like, oh, okay, well that that was real. But uh, we're gonna run down all the conferences, all the games that were announced on stage, and uh, give some reactions here and there where we deem fit. She is dead, by the way. See, I was right. Mm-hmm. She's in death jail. <laughs> The ultimate jail. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of jail, let's talk about the electronic arts. <laughs> That's a segue. <laughs> As they uh, once again, they started off the uh, the press conference train choo choo. As they technically hold their own event outside of E three, even though it's yeah. the same weekend. I don't know why they do that. But uh, they had some announcements to make. Uh, they started things off with Battlefield Five, which yeah, that makes sense. There is a new Battlefield game coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming out October nineteenth, twenty eighteen. Uh, their big announcement today was, "Hey, we're putting a battle royale mode in." Oh man, my brother was so mad. <laughs> like you get to see me sending you text messages from brother, but he was so mad. He's like, "What?" Now I'm saying that war is a team sport. Which was interesting because, you know, that being the first thing you hear, 
it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, yeah, this is definitely going to be the year where, like, everyone's going to have a battle royale mode. And then they didn't. Yeah, and then there was barely any. Like, I think um, there was a couple more during, like, the PC gaming show. Because, mm-hmm. of course, like, that would be a, a place for those. But, like, That's outside of that, there was very little. It was very shocked. Because, like, most of the E3 prediction things were, like, battle royale everything. Yeah. But hey, but that... we did Battle Royale, Battlefield Five. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I believe after that they talked about sports. Sports. Yeah, of course. I kind of clumped them all together because I just did. Uh, FIFA nineteen is coming out September twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. It's it's FIFA. It's FIFA. You know what to expect for that. Uh, Madden it's NFL all. nineteen coming out in August. The, the surprising thing about that announcement was that, like, hey, they're like, oh, we're, we're making a PC version of this. And this is the first time I think they've done a PC version in, like, over 10 years. That's crazy. Which is a, a big surprise, actually. Uh, NBA Live 19, it's basketball. I like that you just put basketball on our spreadsheet. I didn't, I didn't find, like, a release date. Or I didn't really look. I didn't really look hard enough for a release date. Let's be real. <laughs> but that should be, like, September-ish. Yep. Um, that last NBA Live game they made was okay. It was better than, like, the last couple they had done, which were, like, just train wrecks. So, hey, at least EA's making competent basketball games again. Yay. Uh, we got an interview with Vince from Respawn talking about their Star Wars game, which they gave a title called Jedi The Fallen Order. That's which, out 2019. That was an awkward interview. It was. <laughs> it was so weird. She's like, hey, I found this guy. Let's talk about it. And it's like, we know who he is. And then... <laughs> Like, oh, we're going to do this this off-the-cuff interview here, and he's going to announce a game. I'm like, guys, no, you're not cute. You're not clever. We know what you're doing. <laughs> and also, it was like the darkest timeline. I'm like, yeah, we are in the darkest timeline. I feel that. Yeah, episode between episodes three and four is the darkest timeline. We are currently in between episodes three and four, I think, in real life. <laughs> I'd be interested to see what the thing is. Like, Respawn yeah. has done great work with Titanfall. Like, those games are fantastic. I mean, obviously, you know, they have the pedigree as well, being the the original Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 devs. So, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk more about it than, like, <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars train continued on as we get the Battlefront 2 apology tour. <laughs> Oh, man. I told you it would be an apology tour. You and that's correct. exactly what it was. The entire time, it was just like, we're sorry. We're going to we make it up. up. Here's uh, here's some playable Donald Glover stuff. Yeah, I think they also announced, like, Clone Wars DLC. Yeah, and, and Ewoks, which was a weird thing yeah. to put for an apology tour. Some more Battlefront 2's coming. You're still playing that. Yeah. And are not mad on the internet all the time, so... That's true. Uh, then we got our indie block. So we got Nervous Yarny Man Return. Oh, so happy. He's so adorable. And uh, they debuted Unravel 2, which had, I think, got gotten leaked a little bit like just prior to the show. So like that was out there that that was probably going to show up. And But the, the big surprise was like, hey, this game's out now. We already beat it. We already beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Because the uh, the whole hook of this one is like, oh, it, you know, you can play the entire game co-op, which was which was fun. It was fun. There was a lot it of was like, a whole... there was a lot of fun, challenging puzzles to it, and 
a lot of interesting ways that you know you had to use like both players to to get through all the stuff but that was a weird story they told it was a weird story i'm, I'm still i'm still saying it's about racism because there's not a lot of like actual like explicit storytelling it's like because you saw the beginning it's like you get on a you're on a boat and you get flung to a lighthouse and then you just start seeing like these ghost children and their antics yep but it's a it's a it's a fun game yeah there were several moments of jared and i just sitting there like on skype like uh yeah it was it was was fun though playing it with the two of us um i i don't know that it would be as fun playing it by yourself right and it seemed like they had like tightened up some of like the weirdness like in the floatiness of the first game, so uh-huh. it is definitely a, a, a better game, I would say. Uh they also enjoy to see awkward Yarny Man. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> uh they also unveiled Sea of Solitude, which is coming out in twenty nineteen, and as a game about solitude, about people being alone and the different ways that they cope with that. Which I thought was uh, was interesting, especially you know on an EA press conference. Like their indie stuff is always very much like a complete step away from like their usual tone. So it's a video game about me. Yes. Nice. Also, apparently EA just has the market cornered on like earnest devs going out and talking about their games. I love that. I love it. I think it's one of the greatest things when you have people. I don't know. Ubisoft last year had the guy. Yeah. But they really didn't have that like this year. No, they didn't. This year it was EA having their earnest devs that were real happy about what they were doing. Which is cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. That game looks interesting. I'll be... It does. I'm interested to see like more of that and what else is what is, what else is going to entail. Uh, we got a mobile section. Oh, that was so awkward. And some esports. Shoutcasters. That was so awkward. Uh, and they also announced via this uh, Command & Conquer Rivals, a mobile game. Was this the one that had the Nick at Night guy? Yeah. That was so weird. That's a good name, though. It is. It was just funny. And then, finally, they wrapped up with Anthem, the new Bioware game. Of course they did. Which was a weird segment. It was weird. Because, like, everyone going into this was like, okay, we're going to see some gameplay of Anthem. Like, we kind of know what the the basis is. It's it's Bioware mixed with Destiny-esque style (laughs) of game. And then they like they got a bunch of like the, like a few of the creative leads up, and then had like an interview and a Q and A segment right before, like and just like showing the same few clips over and over again before over over finally going into gameplay. Yeah, it was bad. It was not a good way to show that game. Mm-mm. <laughs> like I've heard from people coming out of like you know going and actually playing that thing, like it seems better than what they showed. But it's bad when you can't show that, like, at a press conference. You need right. to make it look as good as possible. Right. So, hopefully, I mean, hopefully that thing's good. Like, Bioware certainly needs a good shot in the arm after the Mass Effect Andromeda whole thing. But, yeah, that was a that was a real poor, show, poor showing. Now, that game is out February 22nd, 2019. And we found out later that there are no datables. Yeah, which is, a, which is completely like the antithesis of Bioware's history <laughs> yeah so that's kind of a bummer also this was the beginning of everything's coming out in february February, everything oh my god february 2019 i hate myself month uh so yeah that was ea it was i mean it was what we expected but also like 
not a good first impression. <laughs> no, it was it was pretty pretty bad. Um, we did pretty well in terms of like our predictions for it, but we did. Um, in terms of the actual press conference, it was it was a really underwhelming start to E3, which mm-hmm. is kind of a consistent theme throughout. Sunday though. Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday brought things up a bit though. Yeah, it did. With both uh, press conferences there, uh, we start off with Microsoft earlier in the day, and they they were like, "Hey, you guys like video games? We got a buttload of those." It was good, um, and I mean that's one thing that I think we talked about on our predictions is that Microsoft's always an interesting one to watch. Yeah, even if like they don't have a lot of stuff that you're interested in playing, like it's a good one to watch because it's like here is a wide variety of stuff. Like if it, you may not like most of the things here, but like there's probably going to be at least something here that you're going to be like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah, so it, it was I was excited for it, and they they delivered. They did. They, I was excited. Honestly, they probably had the best best press conference of the show. I think they did. Uh, and they started off with with a, uh, a somewhat surprise. They unveiled Halo Infinite. Halo. With no date. No date. Uh, also, word going out around about that game, you know, after the press conference and everything, at least like Scuttlebutt, is that the rumor is that they're going to try and launch like the single player part of that first and late 2019 and then the multiplayer will come late will come in 2020 huh which seems real strange that's really strange because i feel like people would want to play the multiplayer first yeah so that's if that's if that is actually true that that'll be very interesting but uh also not called halo 6 Mm -mm. infinite yeah, so. there, there are no more numbers. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> numbers don't exist. But yeah, like, basically it was just like a, a trailer of environment and then you see Master Chief. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's Halo. So yeah, not a lot of information, no date, but uh, there is a new Halo in the works, which obviously it's smart of Microsoft to be like, get out there and say, hey, we're making a new Halo. It is smart. We don't have a lot of exclusives, but hey, we're making this one again. Come on. Uh, speaking of exclusives, they showed a new trailer for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That looks so good. That's coming out 2019 as well. The sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. So, obviously, you kind of know what to expect from that. And that, that game looked really good as well. So It looked really, really good. Uh, probably the first, or like the first third-party surprise of the of the entire show was the next announcement. Uh, so this has been this has been a game that had been teased at the Game Awards with not a lot shown. Basically mm-hmm. a name and the developer. So this is the new game from From Software, also being published by Activision. That was shocking, really. Because what I, Activision has not done third party publishing like this in a good long while. Like maybe outside of when they put out Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 even though, like, that's an established name, but, like, mostly they are just dealing with, like, Destiny, Call of Duty, all the Blizzard stuff. Like, they yep. don't really do much else anymore. Nope. But now they are. But now they are. They're doing the next From Software game, which is entirely bonkers, but this is, uh... I was really shocked. This is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and this game looks fucking rad. It does. Which is surprising to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because this is a From Software game, and I know that's not your style. I won't play it, but it looks good. Uh, it basically looks a lot like the combat, or at least the, the speed and combat of Bloodborne, where it's fast-paced, but also, like, you have a grappling hook, mm-hmm. and there's, like, stealth elements. Man, this game looks rad. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, Todd Howard clipped onto the stage and got stuck in the stage. <laughs> we didn't get anything besides him getting clipped. Yep. Uh, he showed off a a kind of new trailer for Fallout 76, but didn't really show... It didn't show anything. It was just like a cinematic trailer. And then they they would talk more about that later in the night, which is yep. where we'll talk about that. Uh, up next, we got the latest thing from Dotnod. It is called The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit and is essentially a free Life is Strange 2 prequel. Yeah, it was interesting. They had, um, I can't remember if it was this one that they had Sufjan. Um, one of them was playing Sufjan Stevens, but um, I think it was this it, one. Okay, it, it was it was a really interesting thing that they're like, hey, here's some Sufjan Stevens with this. Which that this that, thing, that, but, that that style of music is like on point for Life is Strange. Yeah, it it uh it looked good though. I I haven't played Life is Strange. I should get on that actually. Yes. Um, I have time now, but um. Uh, I, I'm interested in this, and especially because it's free. Yeah, and that was like a, a kind of confusing thing because like I was like, oh yeah, of course, like the first episode's free because they always do that. But they're like, no, this is just a thing. It's free, and I guess like your whatever you do in it will carry over into Life is Strange too. Mm-hmm. They said that um, if if you're looking carefully, you'll find a lot of hints for Life is Strange too. So that's that's real promising, especially because you know they've already they already came out and said like, hey, this game is going to have like nothing to do with the first game. Yeah, it's gonna be its own thing. So I'm very excited to see like what they're what the what's the new thing they're gonna do is, and uh, that's out June 26th. So in a couple weeks that'll be out. Uh, Terry Crews was like, "Hey, what about Crackdown 3? Oh I'm my in god! This trailer. Uh, he was the entire trailer was just Terry Crews. <laughs> I made the joke to like, oh, they had to delay it to February because they had to record more Terry Crews lines. <laughs> and then I told you that you know that's fine. It looked it looks like a crackdown game. Yeah. Hopefully that thing so, I mean, like, actually comes out. I'm I'm I loved Crackdown One. I didn't play two, but if it plays anything like Crackdown One and has Terry Crews, then I'd be I'd be interested in trying it. That game was supposed to come out in twenty sixteen. Wow. Yeah. That's not good. Power of the Cloud. Uh they announced Near Automata for Xbox One, which that also had got leaked. So that yep. wasn't really a big surprise. That's coming out June twenty sixth. Uh, I guess the most surprising thing about that is like it's a digital only no thing. Release. Yeah, yeah which is weird. weird. Uh, a new Metro Exodus trailer that also got recently delayed. It's coming out February twenty second, twenty nineteen, not twenty eighteen. Yep, I just saw that. I was about to change it. Um, More February. Yeah, so that's the uh, that's the thing. Apparently, the builder they they showed at like E uh, three Judges Week was rough. Oh God. So that's uh that's nothing. That's not good. Hopefully they can fix that. Uh, following that, Phil Spencer came out and was like, hey, uh, this next game is making its debut on a Microsoft system. And it was a new trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3. Which we saw three times. Which we saw three times. Also, they they leaked the release date by giving it to people who went to like a Kingdom Hearts concert the day before this press conference. Yeah, that was a little bad. That's a, um, that's a Square Enix thing to do. It is, and also, like, people were pretty mad that it was 2019. Also, apparently, 
this 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 trailer has now made the 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 term norded into everyone's vocabulary it <laughs> it has because um this trailer and then the trailer that they showed at the was it Sony that showed it again Square Enix but I think Sony showed one too, didn't they? They did, but it was a different one. Yeah, the different one had a different character who got Norded. And so there were That's two new characters thing. who got Norded. Oh, it is. It's it's Kingdom Hearts, my dude. I mean, yeah. I like the people like in like on Twitter being like, you I've played all these games. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> I've played most of them and essentially I'm... what it means is that there's like a Xeno Xen Hort version of you. Like yeah. you've been get over by evil but like it's, it's so, a fan name there's a fan word at this point and i i will not play this kingdom hearts game period i will not do it everyone was very upset that that girl got norded ah. and then that mickey mouse was in like a goatsy portal oh my god what it's, that's true look it, the, it looked like the it portal to hell. yeah aqua um which a lot of people who haven't played anything since kingdom hearts 2 were like who's aqua and i'm like that game was bad <laughs> You don't need to know. Basically, Kingdom Hearts has gotten and so I'm not excited for this game. You made you made mention of something. I know we've talked about this before, but like the fact that they're just like full board, just like going, "Hey, look at all these Disney properties that are going to be in Kingdom Hearts." Which obviously, obviously, that's the thing. Yeah. But like the lack of like fun, weird Final Fantasy stuff in those games now just seems real dumb and lame. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that bothers me so much about it. Well, I, there's several things that bother me so much about this, but, you know, that's why I played it in the first place, because it was like, I love Final Fantasy, and I love Disney, now they're together, this is fun. And so it was cool that you could run into, like, Mickey Mouse, but then you'd also run into Cloud. Yeah. And, like, they are not showing any of that anymore, and that was part of the excitement that I had for Kingdom Hearts 2, is they're like, here are all the Disney properties, but also look at all these Final Fantasy people who are going to be showing up. And they just got rid of that and like none of the recent games have really had any of that they had um i think dream drop distance had world ends with you characters but right it's just like anything that i liked about the series has been basically thrown into the garbage can that's that's you no more effect true facts man i'm not excited about kingdom hearts 3 and that upsets me because i was like all into that game for so long and also just like i don't a lot of that Disney stuff they showed, I just don't really like. I'm not like attached to. Um, I mean, I like it all. I like Frozen. I like Tangled. I like Wreck It Ralph. I like Toys Toy Story. Like, I like those, but I don't know. For one, I kept telling you, like, the way that they animate Anna's mouth is terrible. It looks awful when she's speaking, and that bothers me. And the Pirates of the Caribbean world was like my least favorite of any of them in two. So. We just need to let it go. Oh my god. Uh, up next, they talked about Sea of Thieves DLC because, yeah, of course yeah. they would. Makes sense. Uh, Battlefield Five returned. Yep. Which was, like this was their single player trailer and it was like, not a lot. It was 10 seconds. <laughs> and then it was over because uh, we had to make way for some cars. Seasons change everything. Seasons change everything. Put that on the back of the box. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, once again, a not a surprise, just in general, but also thanks to leaks. Uh, that's coming out October 2nd, 2018. That game looks gorgeous. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Yeah. It takes place in Britain. Yeah. Um, seasons change everything. Which is cool. That's a cool mechanic for like that style of game, especially for like the Horizon series. 
Yeah, I thought it was really neat that like they were showing that in spring you can only go so far, but once it hits winter, like you can cross the lake and everything. Like that was super neat. And, like, um, and the idea that like all of the cars that you will encounter will be actual player characters. Yeah. That's that's really really cool. So. I mean, I won't play it, but I can acknowledge it, it looks yeah. great. It's a, it seems like a a good good improvement that they're making with that series. Um, yeah. After that, Microsoft or Phil Spencer's like, hey. We got money. We bought a lot of companies. <laughs> Which they needed to do. Yeah. Uh, the first thing they announced was a new studio called The Initiative, which I don't think they really said ha- or placed any people that were attached to it. At least mm. that I heard. Uh, they bought Undead Labs, the creators of State of Decay, which that makes sense. It was almost like, wait, they don't have them yet? Also, Playground Games, the developers of Forza, was another one like, wait, they don't have them yet? Right. Uh, they bought Ninja Theory. That was an interesting choice. Yeah, that was a that was a big surprise. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, they also bought Compulsion, the developers of We Happy Few, which which transitioned into a We Happy Few trailer. Yep. Uh, so that game is also coming out August tenth, twenty eighteen. Apparently, they have basically retooled that entire game to make it more sync, like more narrative focused than like survival RPG. Which is probably smart because a lot of people coming out of that early access that they put out uh, last year mm-hmm. were like, this, uh, hmm, this doesn't seem good. Yeah, it's smart. Uh, up next, a new trailer for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. You may have heard of it. And meh. Not Fortnite. Uh, I guess the, the interesting things was like they called this a console launch exclusive, which pretty much means, hey, PUBG is eventually going to come out to PS4, which pretty much everyone thought, but like the yep. uh, the amount of money that Microsoft has been pumping into the PUBG team has kind of made that seem a little bit more iffy. But uh, also they are targeting uh, winter 2018 for the, I guess, 1.0 launch on Xbox. Yep. Uh, this next game, I pretty much heard the opening bits of the song and pretty much was like, yes. <laughs> I screeched. Uh, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition coming winter 2018. Man, I, the opening bits of Ring of Bell playing, I was like, F- yeah, let's do oh, this. I'm so excited. I love Vesperia, and so I'm real, real stoked about this. It was hilarious because we were watching the Giant Bomb um, stream on this, and they're mm. like, is that dog smoking a pipe? What is this? I'm yeah, like, he is. How do you guys not know this? They're not very much like a JRPG like outlet, let's just say. Uh, I was going to lose my because they didn't know about this. I'm like, this is like my ultimate <laughs> thing at the moment. Like, it's bad that I got more excited about re-releases than like a lot of the new stuff, but I was so hype about Tales of Vesperia. Uh, that's also coming out to PS4 and Switch, and I think PC as well, so that's that's real cool. That game is That game is great. Oh, it's so good. It is the Which... one Tales game I've beat, and I'm like, okay with that. It's... And it's different than most Tales games, yeah. really. Great cast, great uh, great voice cast, great story. Dog smoking a pipe. Dog smoking a pipe. All around, fantastic. Play, that, Which play I, Vesperia, you cowards. I felt bad that I pre-ordered it on Switch, but I did. I mean, I did too. Yep. Sorry, Microsoft, you, you showed it to me, and then I was like, I'm going to get it from somebody else. Also, I guess the, the big thing about that is like, the uh, the Japanese PS3 DLC is going to be included in this. I'm so so excited about that. Which is the first time that that's ever come over to like the states and, and English speaking audiences because I believe this was only on the 360 
originally, mm-hmm. at least here. So that's real cool. Uh, up next, the Division Two got a huge thing a a fake multiplayer chatter trailer. Oh my god, that was so yeah. awkward. I'm glad Ubisoft is like the lone <laughs> the lone uh, publisher who's like, you know what our trailer needs some fake multiplayer chatter. <laughs> um. The thing that you thought was so funny about this, though, was uh, again we're watching Giant Bomb. They're like, "Oh no, this is this is Tropical Forest. This isn't DC, and it's not the Division." And I was like, "Oh, I know exactly where they are. <laughs> They're the Botanical Gardens. I've been in that building." And then, like, I kept telling you where they were, like, while they were walking around. It's great. Uh, that game comes really out. Mad, Sorry. I was just saying I got really mad because, like, some of the distance stuff is not right. Well, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Like, the, the like I was telling you, like, their version of New York they made for the Division 1 was had some condensed parts to it. Botanical Gardens in D.C. is beautiful, guys. There you go. This is a seal of approval. Maybe not when it's, like, contaminated with ick, but... <laughs> uh, that game comes out March 15th, 2019. Um, the Division 1 had some cool stuff to it. But also them coming out later and being like, yeah, we're not making a political statement with this game. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's terrible. It's like, what the f*** are you doing? Like, I get like, hey, PR teams are probably going to be like, you know you're not going to say this has anything political to it. But like, at the same time, trying to like fake play dumb about it is just ridiculous. I mean, combine that with like the stuff they talked about with Far Cry 5. It's just like, come on. Get a backbone, guys. You can't be that tone deaf. If you want to say statements, say your statements. Uh, up next, they talked about Xbox Games Pass, their subscription yeah. service, and they talked about, like, oh, faster loads or something. There's some new, new technical stuff they're going to implement into it. And then they also are adding, like, um, Division 1, for Fallout 4, and Elder Scrolls Online to it uh, that day. So if you have that, yeah. you can get that. The AI learns and stuff. It was weird. Uh, up next was the big ID at Xbox Sizzle Reel, featuring all <laughs> the indie games. Uh, Below is still a thing. Surprised. It's been since 2015, but that thing is still... Still kicking. Still kicking. Uh, this was also, the, the I think they showed off uh, Sable during this mm-hmm. Sizzle Reel. It looked great. That game looks so amazing. Those are some sweet aesthetics. Yeah, if, if you haven't checked out that trailer yet, you should definitely go find that, because it looks really good. I'm so on board with that. And there was just a bunch of other stuff as well that I don't have meant, I don't have listed because I couldn't find like an exact full list. But like, they, uh, I mean, they, this is what they do. They do this every year. But like, it's a a good smattering of indie stuff. Uh, up next, we saw some new Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Bleh. Just remember, it's all Laura's fault. Yeah, like that's basically Lara, the gist of what I got Lara. from this: is that it's Laura's fault. Everything's Laura's fault. Yep, that's that's all you need to know. Well, we'll talk more about this game when we go, when we get to Square Enix and how and uh, how that game mm-hmm. is. Yeah, uh, that's coming out September fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a new trailer for a new skateboarding game, and everyone was like, oh, "Skate four? It's not Skate four. Oh. Not Skate four. Uh, this is Session. It is out twenty nineteen. Um, it looks like a skateboarding game." It does. In the vein of skate, so maybe they're just trying to make it a spiritual successor. And if that's the case, like, hey, kudos to them. Well, didn't they even design it to have, like, a period afterward? Yeah. After session? So, like, yeah. They're very much invoking that that style. 
a trailer for Black Desert, which I believe is just Black Desert Online, which is a PC MMO that's been out there for a long while. There's going to be a beta in fall of 2018 about that thing. Uh, next up is a game you got very excited for. Oh, I was so excited. So, this game has been out there. Like People have been like finding things about it. And it's not really been a big secret that this game has been in development. But people really haven't been like out there confirming it. But now it is out there confirmed. Capcom's making Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. And that game looks really good. It looks really good. So they're making that with like the new uh, Resident Evil 7 engine, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Because I mean, this is a third-person action game, and that was a first-person survival horror game. Yep. So, uh, and that game looked gorgeous. That looks so good. That's really cool. I I have never played a Devil May Cry game outside of the the DMC reboot. Ooh. So I don't have any like any context for anything that's happening in that trailer, but it looked cool. Um. Wow, I didn't realize that you had not played any of them, but yeah. um. It's Devil May Cry. I really like one through four. Um, I I didn't play the reboot because it wasn't really anything that I was interested in. That's fair. But five, I'm real, real hype about. Even though we have like old Dante. How do you do, fellow teens? (laughs) It's it's awkward, but I'm real, real stoked about this game. It looked amazing. Yeah, hopefully it's good. I did I see on so. uh, Tumblr today someone put the Devil May Cry 5 box art up and then put the uh, featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series sticker on it. Good. Very good. Which they should ship it like who, that. They they really should. There's a guy who looks like Noctis on there and I don't know who the hell he is. Yeah. On the, on the cover at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they didn't show him in the trailer. Um, hmm. So who knows? Uh, next up they showed Cuphead DLC. Which they're new playable doing, character. New playable character, a bunch of new stages and bosses and all that stuff. That's coming out twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh a very surprising lone trailer introduction was for Tunic, aka mm-hmm. Zelda Like a Fox. I was so excited about this. I wanted to know something more about it and they, they barely gave me any information, but I wanted it to be. This so game's bad. been in development for a while. Like it's a very, very small team. Like, yeah, it's about like three or four people, but it's it's but, that's rad that like Microsoft was like, "Hey, we're gonna put your game uh, by itself on our press conference." Yeah, it's really impressive, but it's it's basically like Link to the Past with a fox. I mean, that game was at, before it became Tunic. It was literally called Zelda Like a Fox. That's hilarious. So yeah, <laughs> kind of <laughs> the thing they're happy. going for. Real happy about it. Uh, after that, uh, Phil Smith was like, hey, we got a new thing from Bandai Namco. They showed me, and I was I was like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> and then it was some anime bullshit. It was some real anime bullshit. Uh, so this is Jump Force, basically a new J-Stars game, if you've ever played or seen any of those. Uh, basically, 3D fighters, uh, tag team, or I think in this case it's 3v3, at least from what I've seen. Um, but a bunch of, basically just characters from like the Shonen Jump uh series is uh so in the trailer they showed off goku you mm-hmm. may have heard of him maybe once or twice naruto because there's like ten thousand gokus he, he's one of the ten thousand uh luffy from one piece yep and then the death note guy light yagami yeah which i think is actually a big deal because i don't think he's been in any of the the previous like 
J-Stars games. He hasn't. So that that's actually, I mean, I, I understand why they would do that as like your your end of credits teaser or end of trailer teaser. So I assume that he'll fight sort of like a Jojo character would. Right. Like having him as his stand, basically. It, it's, it is weird because the last J-Stars game they did was like for PS3 and PS4. Uh, and the Jojo characters they had in it, I think it was just Jonathan and Joseph. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I'd assume like if they're going to, obviously like Jojo characters would be in this. Uh, so it would make more sense of like, you know, Jotaro is in this and like he has a stand and mm-hmm. that would make sense if they, those two characters like play similarly if they have yeah. that mechanic. So, I mean, other than that, he has like chips and a pencil. So what else can he do to you? Eat chips and stab you with a pencil. Write your name in the book. I would say write your name in the book. That's, that's really all he can do. He doesn't even fight with a pencil. If you knock the pencil out of his hand, then he's, f- he can't do anything. He can eat <laughs> chips. I mean, those J-Star games are competent. Like, I mean, they're not the best thing, but like, for like a wild, weird crossover game, like, serviceable. And I'd be interested to see like what all like characters they would throw in this. That trailer was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we got uh, a new debut of Dying Light Two, which got no date, but uh, you know that looked like more Dying Light, and they they're also implementing a new system of like of a big web of choices, which mm-hmm. seems like an interesting thing for that game. And then they announced a new Battletoads. They announced new Battletoads. Why? <laughs> to make GameStop employees' lives. That's coming 2019, I guess. I'm just, I'm, I'm interested to see w- what this is going to look like. Bad? Like, are they just going to do like an HD version of what it already played as? Or are they going to change the, the play style? Like, what are they going to do? It's just going to be bad. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but what if it's good that's impossible that's like saying mario party is going to be good i mean i've had a lot of fun with mario party in the past i've had a lot of fun with battletoads in the past you are you should be in jail (laughs) wow (laughs) wow go to jail for your mario party and battletoads related crimes (laughs) up next they talked about just cause 4 which officially got its debut but it had been leaked thanks to steam yep so not a surprise. Coming out December 4th. There's a lot of tornadoes. A lot of tornadoes. Like, hopefully that game is better than 3. Yeah. And gets a, to be a return to form. Uh, following now, we got the Gears section. Yep. There is the rumors that they were making 2 to 3 Gears games, and they are making 3 Gears games. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them I have to be legally obligated to tell you to buy because I am a stockholder of this company. <laughs> Gears Funko, coming to mobile in 2019. What a great way to tie into the Gears of War franchise. And with Pop Funkos, it's going to be a great collaborative effort. And, you know, what a great way to have a nice, fantastic gaming experience on your mobile device. Coming this coming 2019. <laughs> that announcement got about as, you know, the reaction that you would expect it to get. <laughs> yeah, the announcement did not go over well. Uh, up next, they announced Gears Tactics, which is basically a Gears uh, RTS game. Apparently, it's going to be mm-hmm. PC only as of now. No, no date announced about it, but it looked like Gears of War XCOM, which is XCOM, yeah, which is interesting. Uh, and then they uh, they announced Gears Five, mm-hmm. coming twenty nineteen. Uh, you play as the lady from Four. 
which I think is Laura Bailey's character. It is Laura Bailey's. That's about character. all I know about Gears Four. Uh, Marcus is old. He's like, I got a do rag, and I'm old. My kids here. I want to say his kids there. I think his name's like JD or something. Yeah. And so that's that's all we really know. That she's she's like, I'm going on my own adventure, guys. There's some story elements to that to it that I don't know because I haven't played any of those games past one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played any since one. So yeah, like it, I mean, it looked good. It looked like Gears Four in a way. But uh, smart that they get out there and be like, hey, we're making this game. But also, it's a 2019 game. Um, credit is due, though, that, like, which I guess is the same way for Gears 4, but I always am really happy when Lady Armor is actually just, like, straight-up regular armor. Yeah. So, good job, guys. You didn't make it, like, breastplate armor. <laughs> uh, after that, Phil Spencer was like, hey, wrapping this up. By the way, we're we're making consoles. Uh, yeah, the plural is a little alarming. Reports are coming out that like they might be ready to talk about those next year. Oh my god! Please no! I don't need this that quickly. Which makes sense because like, man, this is a weird. This has been a weird E three. Yeah, I mean, we're not through everything yet, but like, it's almost a like transitional year in a sense. I don't want new consoles yet. But uh, he was doing his old wrap up spiel, and oh god, everything it's got hacked. We're getting hacked. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, so the big final thing was CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077, which looks f***ing amazing. It looked really good. Um, obviously, you know, it's a very early trailer. It's the first thing they've showed of it since, like, they announced it, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, no date attached to it. And basically they were like, hey... We're not going to set a release date until we are ready for this game to come out. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah. Uh, interesting things have come out of that, of that some, from people playing it or at least seeing it played behind closed doors. Um, first person only. Oh, God. Never mind. Apparently. Come out. Um, and then, like, you can create your own character and all that stuff. Why would it matter if you're it's a first person Yeah, only? maybe it's just like, hey, you can play first and third person. Maybe that'll be a thing that changes. But uh, that's apparently what's the word going around. Uh, also, Heart. like, also they're like, hey, you're going to see a lot of dongs. They literally made a thing like, hey, full frontal nudity is going to be a thing in this game. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, still a hard pass if it's first person, but, like, yay for dongs in video games. I mean, that aesthetic, though, it just looked great. Could could we put that on the back of the box? <laughs> more dongs in video games. <laughs> yay for more dongs in video games. <laughs> Do it. All right. So that was Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, they did really, really well. They had a lot of stuff and a lot of variety, which I think is key, is that there was something that I think everybody could get into if they're honest with themselves. Right. I would completely agree. Uh, later that night was Bethesda, <laughs> which was, which was going into it was interesting because obviously, you know, they were going to talk about Rage 2, which got leaked, and Fallout. Yep. But then outside of that, you had no idea what they were going to talk about. Mm-mm. It was like, how are they going to cover an entire press conference? And they had a lot of stuff to talk about, actually. They had a lot of stuff to talk about. And um, and Andrew WK. And Andrew WK came out and he, he performed uh, Ready to Die, which the crowd was like very like, huh? The crowd reactions were perfecto. I will say, I've seen Andrew WK live in concert and he puts on a pretty good show. I believe it. 
Uh, but that I mean, was, he, he's pretty party hard. But he is very party hard. He has a lot of songs about partying. If you he were not aware, a lot of songs about partying. My brother was like, basically looking at the the musical setup and thought it was going to be new metal, but it was instead Andrew WK, and he's like, "That's fine, I accept this." Yeah. Uh, Which I mean, like that's how we were, and then the crowd was like, "What?" The it was so weird because they kept like cutting to like crowd shots, and everyone was just like so disinterested. It's like, why do you keep cutting to those? Yeah. Stop, stop showing the crowd. They have no idea what's happening. Uh, uh, but that was the lead into talking about Rage 2. Yep. Which they showed a good chunk of in terms of like gameplay and stuff. So that is out spring 2019. The combat looks very Doom 2016-esque. Along with like powers and a boomerang. And all in like a Mad Max-esque wasteland. Which the development team behind this made that Mad Max game. So that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Uh, after that, they talked about the Elder Scrolls Legend, their card game, which is relaunching, even though it's the best card game ever played. Yeah, that was weird. He was like, it's the best, but it's relaunching. <laughs> also, this guy was really, really cute, like unfairly cute. Well, I bet you could play him in this game because no one else is playing it. I know. My brother was like, he deserves a wedgie. And I was like, <laughs> but I think he's cute. So... Uh, continuing the Elder Scrolls train, they talked about Elder Scrolls Online, which just like a, just launched a new expansion pack, and then got a montage of stuff. And they're like, "Hey, you can play as you're gonna be able to play as a werewolf soon or something." Werewolf still happening. Yep, still thing. Uh, following that, we got a trailer for a new thing. A new thing. And it was very much grim, red. It looked like hell on earth. I had screaming from you and my brother <laughs> on my text messages at the same time both of you were losing your shit. yo they're making doom too they are but it also doesn't have numbers it's called doom no eternal numbers. but still it's doom 2 they didn't give a date for that they're apparently going to talk about that more quick con in august but Smart. yeah they're making that game yeah it's awesome so excited for that uh they talked about quake champions that that's still a thing I don't know why you would spend time talking about this at this. Oh boy, it uh, didn't didn't look good. After that, they uh, they unveiled new Prey DLC. Why did they use that song? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, would you rather have the actual song or like a very slow melodic cover of it? Oh no, the actual song is great. Or Dead would you? Life killed it originally. Or would you have the Florida song that samples it? No. So, hey, it could have been worse. It could have. It was just very tonally different. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, more Prey DLC if you're into that. Like, I think some of it was free and is out now, and then there's a new paid expansion coming out where you get to be on the moon. Was this the thing with the, the weird post-it note gag yes. that they had? Yeah, that yes. didn't go over well. That did not go. A lot of the jokes in this were just fell flat. I mean, when you get developers up on stage, like, they're not presenters. <laughs> No, no. Although we did later get called Degenerate, so that was awesome. Uh, following that, yo, they're making a new Wolfenstein. They are making a new Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein Youngblood, a co-op adventure starring BJ's twin daughters, set in the 1980s in Paris. Kill Nazis all the time. In 2019, and also they're making a VR game called Cyberpilot, set in the Wolfenstein universe in 2019 as well. Uh... The Youngblood thing is a is a standalone thing. It's not Wolfenstein 3, mm -hmm. but also has weird implications like, well, 
why are Nazis still around in 1980 if 1980 if there's still another game coming? <laughs> yeah. But like that game has like a bunch of weird timeline, so mm-hmm. they could probably pull this off. Like, oh, this is the alternate universe where things went bad and whatever Wolfenstein Three is. I mean, I'm I'm still interested. Um, I'm not really good at these games, but it looked great. Put that thing on and... easy and just shoot a ton of Nazis. That's the thing. Is it like I support anything that is the complete obliteration of Nazis? As you should. That is the official statement from Sack OVA. <laughs> it truly, truly is. Kill the fucking Nazis. Um, I forget the guy's name that that is like the big guy at Bethesda. Todd Howard. No, not Todd Howard. The other guy. Oh. The guy who was hosting the show. Oh, I forgot who he was. But he, he basically was... came out afterwards and was like, we are, uh, we are very committed to bringing our statement of Nazis to every platform available. And I was like, yeah, that was yeah. Crazy. That was so good. <laughs> I was real happy about that. Uh, speaking of Todd Howard. Todd Howard came out. Todd Howard came out and uh, he announced more, more ports of Skyrim. Literally. Everybody thought this was a joke. I mean, everybody thought it was a joke. Granted that they had Amazon branding in this and like actually like there was stuff to that. Like it makes sense that this became a thing. Yeah, I I just I thought it was a joke and it wasn't a joke. Well, yeah, like they did this whole like fake trailer with a uh, key from Key and Peel and uh there was a Skyrim for Alexa. And there was like a bunch of other weird ones like Skyrim for like etch a sketch and also the Skyrim for refrigerators which your brother called. <laughs> My brother said that that's where they were going to put Skyrim Nexus on refrigerators. Which was too good. <laughs> Nailed it. But then eventually uh, Skyrim on Alexa is actually a real thing. It's out now. It is out now. You can get that. Uh, following that, which I mean, that was actually kind of good. good on Bethesda to be like, hey, we get it. <laughs> yeah, we get it. It's funny. Uh, they talked about Fallout 76. <sighs> They talked about that at length a lot before showing actual gameplay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was pretty much what all the the rumors thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It is an online-only survival-esque RPG. With also a... Considering they're like, hey, this, is, this map is four times bigger than the one in Fallout 4. But hey, you're going to run into dozens of people. Yeah. That And also no NPCs. Yeah, I don't like that. That is a lonely experience. Also, I, I, I've seen a lot of people say this, but it, it really goes against the entire like message of Fallout, which is really irritating. Yeah, there's, a, there's also a feature where you can, you can go find nukes and nuke other people. Yeah, which is like exactly the opposite of what Fallout's been trying to say. But that would require Bethesda to like actually pay attention to the games that weren't made by them in this That's series. True. That's true. But yeah, like that—that that is pretty much what what everyone thought it was going to be, and then everyone kind of coming out of it was like, mm, I don't know. Yes, hard pass for me. Yeah, same. Um, after that, they announced Fallout Shelter for PS4 and Switch out now. I don't even remember this. I'll be honest. It was very quick. Yeah, I don't remember it. Uh, up next was the was the latest game in the Elder Scrolls franchise, Elder Scrolls Blades. Which is a mobile game, mm-hmm. but supposedly a kind of like actual Elder Scrolls game experience that you will get on mobile and apparently elsewhere as well. Yeah. So that is coming out, I believe, September. This is also where we got called Degenerates. 
Todd Howard, you are you're a degenerate. Well, it's because Todd Howard was saying, you know, you never know when you need a free hand. And then, like, everybody started laughing. He's like, for your coffee, you degenerates. It's great. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, you know, that, that kind of, like, seemed like it was going to be the last big thing, which would have been weird yeah. to end on a mobile game. But uh, they're also like, hey, by the way, we are working on stuff that isn't going to be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at it. Uh, they finally announced Starfield, which had been kind of rumored for a long time. Yep. Got no date. And then, and then also like while they're saying like, oh, this is the next generation, mm-hmm. which you know has some implications to it. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, by the way, we're also working on something else. And they announced the Elder Scrolls Six. Nailed it. You did. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a long time from now. That game is not coming out anytime soon. No, I mean they didn't even show anything about it other than it exists. It was like landscape title. That's it. So yeah, like that that game is years away. Yeah. Years. But it has been announced, so I at least got that right. But yeah, that was a I, I just noticed your note for one of the Square Enix things, so I'm trying really hard not to laugh. <laughs> but yeah, Bethesda was a They did pretty well. And especially they they did like the opposite of what they usually do, which is like, you know, tightly focused and on like what's coming out in the next twelve months. Yeah. This was like, f*** it. We're going to talk about stuff that has like no release date and is like years away. <laughs> but also is a good way to, for them to be like, we're making this game. Shut up. Right. And, and I think that's mainly what it was. It's like, we're making this game. Please leave us alone. Yeah. Here's some other stuff that you can play in the meantime. I mean, if Fallout 76 bombs, I was, the next thing is like, hey, what's Fallout 5? Yeah. Ten years from now, they're, they're working yeah. on Elder Scrolls. Yep. Uh, following day, Monday, we oh, started boy. off bright and early with Square Enix. Oh, my God. Ooh, boys. You know, they could have, like, stayed home. Yeah, they didn't do a good job. Uh, started off with Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which got some new gameplay of that, where it was just, like, Lara murdering everyone. Murdering everybody. Apparently, this is now a murder. You're now murder raider. Yeah, it, it was bizarre. Like, it didn't really feel anything like Tomb Raider. I mean, like, the the, the reboot kind of, like, you know, it, it's, it was a gritty reboot when they first came back with the series. But, like, this was something else. Huh. This was straight murdering everything yeah. all the time. That's, like, cranking the reboot to, like, 70 here. That was, uh, it was weird. Uh, following that, uh, they did a bit about Final Fantasy fourteen. I believe they just like did a new like expansion or something. There, there's a new patch coming, which they're calling "Under the Moonlight." It's not that G Friend song. Mm-hmm. And then also they announced a Final Fantasy 14 cross Monster Hunter World collab- collaboration, which is which is interesting. It's smart. Yeah. Uh, they showed more of that new Life is Strange two prequel. Mm-hmm. Not really much else. Just like a kind of different trailer. Dragon Quest Eleven is coming out September fourth. That game looks that game looks alright. It's got your favorite character designs in it, so you're you're definitely lining up day one to get it. No. Uh they followed that up with a new game from Platinum. Called Which ba- I'm intrigued. Yeah. Called Babylon's Fall. Like they didn't really show anything about it. Like I mean prior to it it was just like history and all this stuff. And it was like, okay. And it was like from Platinum Games. Like, oh, oh, I am intrigued. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't show anything yeah. about it. So that's that's 
Hmm. Uh, once again, hey, Nier's coming out to Xbox One. Wow. Yeah. They did a little bit about Octopath Traveler, which comes out July 13th. And it's getting a new demo for some reason? Yeah. Like, why are you giving a new demo when it's out next month? Uh, because they want people to actually see what that game is. That's not that, like, weird beta that they put out, like, months ago. Yeah, well, that beta made me not want to play it, so. Uh, there is a little bit more about Just Cause 4. Tornadoes. Better. Still tornadoes, still. Seasons change everything. Seasons change everything. Grappling hooks, a lot of things. Uh, they also debuted another new game, which had a bunch this, of FMV. This is so weird. That seamlessly transitioned into gameplay and then back into FMV called The Quiet Man, which looks square. Let's be real. You don't have to hide this from me. Just call it the Bouncer 2. The Bouncer 2. That's what it is. Do it. Uh, the tweet that you showed me was hilarious. <laughs> uh, that got no date. I think they're gonna. They said they were gonna talk more about that in August. I believe is what the the implication is. But yeah, that was that was weird. That it was, was really weird. That was a lot of FMV. Not There's what like I was no expecting. There's no details at all about it. And then they ended with Kingdom Hearts 3 with pretty much the exact same the trailer exact they same showed trailer. at Microsoft. And that was it. Yeah, it had like one extra scene in it. And it was like, oh, okay. Wow. That was it. That. It was it was a, not a good show. Out of everything they showed, there was only one, two, three things that would not show up at like other press conferences. Or That's four, not actually. good. Yeah, no, nothing about Final Fantasy VII. Which isn't uh -huh. surprising. No. Nothing about Final Fantasy XV DLC. Which is also surprising. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed that they didn't talk about that, um, the new game in, like, the Front Mission series that they announced at Tokyo Game Show last year. Mm -hmm. Which would have been cool to see. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Real weird. Like, I don't know what the purpose of this, this thing was. It was a waste of time. Other than to hear Keith David's sweet, sweet voice. <laughs> Because that was about all it was good for. Yep. Uh, later on, we got to go to Ubisoft. We didn't go, but the everyone else did. Hey, did you know they're going to make another Just Dance game? I I suspected that they would. Um, what a shocker. The, the, the panda indicated that that was a, a real thing. And uh, hey, Elton John's going to be in it. I mean, this is usually their opening thing. Like every year, it's like, hey, we're making a Just Dance game. Let's get this out of the way. Surprise. It's another one of those. It is also coming out on the Wii. I cannot believe it's coming out on the Wii. It's fantastic. I bet that I bet that version sells. Oh, I bet it does. I just don't like. That's ridiculous. I bet it sells more than the Wii U version. I guarantee it sells mm -hmm. more than the Wii U version. Uh, surprisingly, after that, they went to Beyond Good and Evil too. Mm -hmm. They showed off a little bit more of that. Gave no release date, which isn't surprising. Um, interesting things about that is like. Uh, the demos are giving behind closed doors is that the actual the 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 character you play as in that game is none of the people in that trailer. Huh. It, you create your own character. Weird. And like uh, it has some like No Man's Sky esque like going from like planet to planet type things. Not like not to that extent like every like on the planets themselves like there's they're not procedurally generated it's like oh we have like these fixed cities that we've designed, but you can go yeah. from like there to like a different planet. Sometimes it seems interesting, but also like, like we were talking about when we were watching this, like it's weird. That this is a prequel. 
Yeah, it is weird. That's pretty cool. Called two. Called two. So yeah, and also they announced like a thing with George, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's hit record, being like, "Hey, we're gonna get people from the community, and you can get your stuff in the game, and we'll pay you for it." Except this is a real f- bad deal. Yeah. Because more things have come out about that thing. It's like, so if you submit your stuff and you get selected, you will be paid from a pool of fifty thousand dollars. That's real bad um the one positive about this is that i got to see joseph gordon levitt and elijah wood on the same stage and that was like the quota of pretty boys that i needed for that day (laughs) uh yeah yeah i mean it it, it could be better it could be a lot better it's a neat idea but but it could be better you don't want to give people spec work Ubisoft can afford it. Ubisoft made $2 billion last year in profits. They can afford much more than that. They can totally afford Or just go f- hire some artists. Like, even if you want people who are, like, not popular artists, you can get them. Yeah, exactly. But, but pay them. <sighs> and it, I, I understand they're getting paid, but, like, they need to be paid better. They need to be paid, like, actual rates. And also, like, hey, if your stuff doesn't get accepted, like, they can still use it without paying you yeah it's not okay like that's it's super uh they're making a rainbow six siege documentary Mm. that was weird Mm. (laughs) that that got stage time yeah it was weird uh there's a new trials game coming trials rising on february 2019 like i said everything's coming out february 2019 this was um a crazy the evil can evil guy yeah, that was weird. He was like this chubby guy with a very thick accent on a on a bike. And then just fell into a TV. Yeah, just breaking stuff. He tried stuff. to go into the TV world. He did. He failed. Uh, they talked more about the Division 2. Mm-hmm. Kind of laying out like some of like their DLC plans and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Grant Kirkhope came out and was like, hey, I'm going to conduct this song. <laughs> and they played it- a trailer for Mario and Rabbids Donkey Kong DLC. It had parts of the DK rap in it and parts of the Donkey Kong Country stuff in it. And there were arguments on Giant Bomb of like who the old monkey was. It was pretty funny. Uh, it looks good. Yeah. It would give me an excuse to get back into that game. True. Like That thing looks looks like almost like an expansion rather than just like regular DLC. So that's, that's actually it, interesting. It does. Uh, up next, they talk about Skull and Bones. That's out oh in 2019. Uh, Giant Bomb Dan Riker did not know what pirates did. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so embarrassing. Like, I felt secondhand <laughs> embarrassment from that because he's like, I didn't feel his pirates stole stuff. Like, what do you think? And everyone's just like, did? oh my god. I'm glad that while watching these giant bomb streams, you got you got the full Dan Riker experience from that. Oh my god, it was it oh. <laughs> Perfect. I feel like I need to like educate this boy on what pirates are and what they did. Like I need to sit him down and be like, okay. Here is your basics on pirates. Trust me, like it's there's there's far worse things he said as well. So, oh god. Uh, uh like you mentioned earlier, they brought out Elijah Wood, Harry oh, Potter yeah, himself. Oh yeah, that weird, that sad freakout moment. I felt really bad it, for him because the prompter left him. Uh-huh. It's like oh, oh oh god. Oh, he panicked on stage. I was like, oh buddy, you got this. I don't blame him. If I, if I was an issue, no, like, I, oh god, oh god. I, I would too. It was just I felt terrible for him. Uh, they talked about transference, the the game he's making along with Ubisoft. That's out fall twenty eighteen. It's a VR thing. Don't trust people that talk to you, I guess, or something. Mm. 
Yeah. It's got full motion video. That's cool. If it weren't VR, I'd be interested in it, but I can't do it. Uh, up next, they talk about Starlink, their Toys to Life game. That is out October 16th, 2018. And then uh, they also announced a uh, a new character. Miyamoto appeared. He's not the new character. Miyamoto's in. <laughs> so yeah, Miyamoto making his second straight Ubisoft appearance. And mm-hmm. uh, Star Fox is in this game. Mm-hmm. They gave him a toy. They gave him a toy. All that stuff is uh, Switch exclusive. So you can't use it on like the other platforms. But uh, yeah. that's, uh, that is interesting. It looked great. Yeah, it, I mean, like the Star Fox bits of it. It's a smart thing to use the Star Fox uh, license for. Oh, totally. And I'm glad to see like the continuation of this this relationship because that was really really smart. I want to see even uh, Miyamoto just go out and like have like a buddy cop film or just like have a road trip documentary. That'd be fun. Sorry, Loki is messing with my mic. Loki's like, I want to talk about Nintendo. Those jerks. <laughs> I hate Miyamoto. <laughs> Okay, let's be real. I raised him. He can't hate Miyamoto. <laughs> he hates Japanese things. He does hate Japanese things. Who are you? You're not my child, are you? Uh, after that, they talked about a For Honor expansion where they're going to bring in some uh, stuff from China. <laughs> Lu Bu, probably. I don't know. That was that was weird. Lu Bu. Sao Lu-bu. Sao. I'm glad you at least said it properly. Cow cow. <laughs> don't don't call him cow cow. Uh, the crew two came out. The actual game and walked out on stage and was like, "Hello, I'm here." They're doing another beta, an open beta. I think a week before the game comes out. Which, yeah, I guess that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Reactions about that game have not been great. Mm. And then uh, they finished on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Odyssey, yes, see. Gonna stab you in the next sea. A lot. Uh, that game's coming out October 5th. Obviously, it was leaked prior to this, so not a big surprise. Um, a lot of people liked uh, Origins, and this looks pretty much in the same vein of that, so like it looks interesting. Uh, you know, being set in Greece, dual protagonists. Apparently, this is now a Bioware game because you can do romances and all mm-hmm. that, and have player choice, which that seems actually really interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I have not been that, like, I haven't really been interested in Assassin's Creed games since the, uh, the 19th century London one. I haven't been interested in it since three. That's that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but the way they're kind of like handling that sort of stuff, like with choices and romances and all that sort of stuff and dual protagonists, like that is very interesting. And, and like that setting looks real cool as well of what they could do with it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it just cause like, I know a lot about that history, right. but yeah, we'll see. So like, yeah, promising. Which is not well, necessarily it, what you think from an Assassin's Creed game, but like I think they've kind of earned it with like the with what they did with uh, the last game, and they pretty much like kind of rewrote the script on what Assassin's Creed games are. They needed to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, like a lot of stuff we kind of expected, but it was it was solid nonetheless as a press conference. I was impressed. Uh, up next was Sony. <sighs> what a weird f- thing this was. Yeah, I mean, they showed some good stuff, but, like, the actual conference itself was bizarre. Bizarre. So the word going around before Sony was, like, it was a limited event thing that journalists were being invited to. And, like, people on Twitter were like, so we're in, like, a weird church for the Sony event. And there's ominous music or sounds being played in the background. 
Like a lot of people, like I've heard multiple people say, like we're getting the vibe that, like, hey, something bad is gonna happen here. Like, are we getting like, are we gonna get murdered here? Yeah, that that's like the murder tent. Don't go in the murder tent. Uh, so yeah, they started the thing. Sean Bladen came out. I was like, oh, we're gonna talk about games. Except they, we're not really. We're just gonna show trailers. Here's a banjo guy. Here's a yeah. That was what the. We're going to talk about games, but here's 10 minutes of a banjo. So they brought out, like, the composer of The Last of Us. He played banjo for, like, a good five minutes, and then they played the Last of Us True 2 trailer. Yep. That was a thing, yeah. Yeah. It was cool um, seeing, like, a lesbian kiss in a very, like, uh, prominent role in a big trailer for a big company. Although I was really irritated because you could hear, like, all the guys yeah. whooping. That like, was the thing uh, people were talking about uh, from that event. Like, it was just, like... It was weird hooping and hollering for that, and then just weird, like, grunting when, like, all the violence was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, that, <laughs> you know, Disney XD was showing the press conferences. Oh, boy. And, like, they they kind of cut away during the kiss part, and people gave them flack for it. Uh, their their statement was like, hey, we were going to cut away anyways because there's a, there was a grisly violent part that comes right after that cut. Yeah, no kidding. So, like, that was their reasoning, but still, like, it's a little suspect that they cut away during the kiss. But, uh, like, I, I I played The Last of Us. I beat it. I don't know if I really want to go back to that world, especially with how grim dark it is and, like, just the insane ultra-violence that that game has. Yeah, I, I legitimately had to tell you, like, please let me know when yeah. this is over because I can't watch it anymore. It was... And it, that's bad. It was very rough in terms of violence, like grotesque in ways that you usually don't see like granted animation wise graphically that game looks really good not gonna not gonna discount that but no it does i'm just i just don't need that sort of like super grim dark post-apocalypse and then like that amount of ultra violence like seeing somebody get disemboweled is not what i needed right exactly um, and also you miss someone like, get beheaded as well in that, in that trailer oh god yeah, um, like I said, I had to look away because I just can't do ultra violence. It's not a thing that I've ever been able to do. Yeah, it's... So seeing that, I was like, yeah. And I feel like it kind of takes away from... Like, I haven't played Last of Us, but I know what happens in Last of Us. So I feel like it takes away a bit of, like... To just make it so gross. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. People love it. It's 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 super strange to hear like people like cheering the the violent parts of that, but also like at the PlayStation experience, there was people cheering like more violent choices when they did their Detroit demo. So like, I'm not surprised, but it's like yeah, that was true a trailer, and then and then we took a brief intermission. <laughs> that was so weird because they had to move everyone to a different venue. Yeah, which was also interesting because everyone's like. Are they going to do this for each and every single first party game they're showing? Just yeah, move from venue to venue to venue? Which thankfully they didn't, but also like, it came to the point after that was like, because no one came up on stage after after the animation except for like the weird flute guy. flute guy. But no one came up on stage to talk about anything, so why did they hold an event? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Why didn't they just do what Square did and what Nintendo does and just hey, we're trailer roll, trailer roll let's go. Like, yeah. there was no need to, to have people there. Mm. It was, yeah, it was super strange. But, like, yeah, they held a weird intermission. They announced, uh, they talked about some other stuff there, like Black Ops 3 maps. 
if you pre-order Black Ops 4 and oh hey, Blops 3 is available on PlayStation Plus now. Mm. God of War is getting New Game Plus. Mm. And then hey, let's go back to the show. Which I also saw on Twitter at this point. A lot of people were really, really mad at the guy who was playing flute. Um, because like, why is this like white guy dressed up in all like this gear? Oof. Yeah. I didn't see uh, any of that. Yeah, they were yelling about some cultural appropriation stuff. Also, which I mean, fair. He could have played the flute fine without any of the, yeah. the costume. Also, apparently he was going around at like the uh, the after party. It's still dressed up in that gear. Ooh, buddy. That's weird. Ugh. Um, but yeah, they came back to the the new venue and then basically ran through a bunch of trailers. Uh, they talked to, or I guess they showed uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which again looked good. That game looked gorgeous. Um, I probably won't play it. That's fair. Um, but it looked beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, basically a samurai game. Yeah. It's also. I don't, you know, I don't like necessarily do this often anymore, but like that is a game I would play in Japanese only with English subs. I feel like that is a game that it's fair to do so, though. Yeah. Like it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to have. I mean, it was the same thing with like um, both Tokyo games, Tokyo Mirage Sessions and Tokyo Xanadu. Like it was fine that they didn't have dubs but which they they basically came out soon afterwards like yes we will have dual audio in this game so if you want that you can do that that's smart i would love it as well if like they had a black and white mode make it look like a kurosawa film that's smart that would be really smart but yeah like that that game looked interesting um it looked cool like i said i won't play it but i'm glad at least they showed more of it considering like the only thing they'd shown previously was like a cg thing a brief cg thing so like it's interesting to see, you know, what that game actually is. And also just like as a sucker punch game, it's weird seeing what they're doing. Yeah. But uh, that game had no date as well. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 didn't have a date as well. Correct. Uh, next up, they showed a new game from Remedy. This one looked interesting. The, uh, I'm intrigued. The makers of Max Payne and Alan Wake. Also Quantum Break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is a new game called Control. And yo, it looks like... A remedy game, but yo, you sh- you shoved a bunch of psyop into it, and yeah. it looks f- rad. It looks awesome. I'd play it. Uh, that's still that game's pr- apparently still pretty early, but like what they showed of it, very impressive. That is a 2019 game. Uh, up next was a very weird introduction to a trailer because we were kind of like going around on the floor, going yeah. up shelves and everything. We were in a pantry. I was like, is this Ratatouille? What is this? Yeah, I was like, what is this? And then, like, you just hear, like, oh, no, you can't do this. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. Someone gets tackled, and you you fall over, and, oh, you're dead. You were a rat. And then it cuts over, and then, oh, God, someone is eating another person. Yeah, um, that's one thing that I also didn't really need. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, cuts up, and it's a zombie, and then, blah. That zombie gets shot in the face or back of the head, and then the camera pans up and was that rookie cop lead as Kennedy? <sighs> it's Leon. The Resident Evil Beautiful. Two remake is is real. It's real. And it's happening January twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Well, I guess that's what I'm gonna get while everybody else is playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, they've showed more about that game, like on stream and stuff. Like it is pretty much Resident Evil Four style. Which is perfect. I mean, that's what they should have done. Yeah. 
So like no tank controls, all that. It looks. And people have been talking about this since Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Basically since Resident Evil One re-released. And like they eventually came out and were like, "Hey, we're gonna do this," and then went radio silence. Yep. <laughs> Which is smart. Like, hey, just like, hey, we're gonna do this, and then you'll know about it when we're ready to talk about it. And uh, it looks really good. It looks really, really good. So like, I'm excited. That was like a genuine surprise too. Like. Not a lot of like actual genuine surprises here at the Sony press conference, but like, hey, cool, cool that they're out here and talking about that thing. The next one was a surprise, but it wasn't a surprise yeah. in a good way. There's a new game from the dude who makes freaking Morty. It's called Trover Saves the Universe. There it w- looked bad. I don't think there was a date attached to it. I at least I didn't pay attention. Whatever. It looked bad. I'm not smart enough to understand that game, so. <laughs> I mean, I watch Rick and Morty. And even like I, I just didn't look anything good. Uh, once again, we got a new another trailer for Kingdom Hearts three. Another, which at one. least this one was a new trailer, thankfully. It was, but even still, like we're on our third Kingdom Hearts three trailer. Yeah. Like we get it, guys. Kingdom Hearts three is coming out. Oh, uh, basically the big thing with this one is they showed off like Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Yep. And then the second guy who got norted. Yeah. We went to the Isle to Tortuga. Uh, I will say, like, one thing that they did that is good is um, in Kingdom Hearts 2 with Pirates of the Caribbean, they didn't really do anything with Sora to make him fit in the world. So everything was, like, grimdark, and then you had, like, bright, Disney-ified Sora. Mm-hmm. And so he at least looks like he fits in this world now. Also, like, all those, but- like, real-life actors look- are in this game, and it's weird. I mean, again, that's how it was in two, but it's just. I mean, if someone didn't like get that far in two, like that's it's still yeah, very weird I'm, to see. I'm. I should have been their target audience for this, and I am not hype at all. They should have just done this world as the Jack Sparrow song from Lonely Island. They should. And have, Michael yes. Bolton is just singing that song throughout the entirety of it. They should have just had Michael Bolton as a character. I saw like someone post a trailer of that of that trailer, and it was like, "Go to the Isle of Tortuga." I was like, "Wait, that's that that's the Lonely Island song." It is. Wait, is that actually a place? <laughs> it is a place in, in Pirates of the Caribbean. As yeah. someone who's never seen those movies, like I don't have that connection, so I was like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think you said Isle of Tortuga? I don't know. I thought it just sounded cool. <laughs> uh, so we got some anime bullshit, and then right afterwards, we got some Hideo Kojima bullshit. Oh my god. I wanted to slam my head into the wall repeatedly. Uh, we got some Death Stranding, which kind of gameplay... Which it was just a lot of walking around of Norman Reedus. Apparently, he's a UPS delivery man. Yeah, a hiking simulator. Hiking simulator. Hideo Kojima's it, walking simulator. It was so weird. Like that was the gameplay that they chose to show is just him walking through environments, delivering stuff. You still got that throat, baby. Hey. And then apparently now, like it's kind of confirmed to like early. It seems like it's confirmed that, like, oh, those babies are, like, clones of Norman Reedus, and if you die, that's your extra life. Look, I've... Let's be real. I have played a lot of Hideo Kojima games. A lot of them are are, are good games. I don't think I'm on board with Death Stranding. Because, like, a lot of this... A lot of these trailers have just been, like, f***ing weird bullshit with no context, and, like... That worked when, like, you were doing Metal Gear trailers and you actually had knowledge of, like, who these characters are and what their motivations are and everything like that. And you could make wacky trailers with no real context and be like, what is going on with this series? But now it's just like, 
oh, these are weird trailers for the sake of being weird. Like, I don't know if that's really working. And, and also, maybe... Maybe Hideo Kojima without, like, with with no net is not that good of a thing. Yeah, it's... Ugh. I'm really against this game. Um, also, like, she ate something, and it made weird sounds, and it, it bothered me a lot. It looked like a I tiny, like tiny, tiny baby. It did, but I just don't like it when people eat or drink in video games because they make weird sounds, and it bothers me a lot. <laughs> what was the sound design for that section? Oh yeah, let me, let me put a mic up next to your mouth so I can hear you chewing. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was like really crunchy. And, uh, yeah. Um, and also they're like, "Hey, look, this girl's in it." I'm like, I don't even know who she is. Apparently, it's some lady that. She's somebody famous. Yeah, and Kojima watched some series with her like a while back. Someone found this like connection, and now she's in here. Oh. It's just this is just Hideo Kojima f-ing, being like, "Hey, let me get my friends in a game," and then go, "Hey." F-ing. Yeah, it's it's. Which granted, hey, if that makes you happy, that makes you happy. But also, yo, you gotta make something coherent here, not just. I made a game with my friends in it. It's weird, yay! Yeah. He's so far up his <laughs> at this point. Like, I, no thanks. Uh, following that, we got a uh, a new trailer or an announcement trailer for Neo Two, mm-hmm. which is actually very surprising because mm-hmm. I was not expecting. A sequel to Neo. Neo's a good game. It is also, I mean, it's also a Souls-like game. Pass. But, you know, it's 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 a different style. Like, it's a faster game, but also, like, just narratively and it's more, like, mission-based. But uh, also, it went to, like, I got to a mission where it was just, like, all a bunch of spiders. And I was like, nope, I'm done. I am <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when I played that game, it was real cool. So, like, it, I'm like- glad that game's getting a sequel. And then uh, they ended on the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Does whatever a spider can. Spins a web. Anytime. Something, 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 something. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. <laughs> More gameplay, or at least real-looking gameplay in this demo. Obviously, because that game comes out in September. Uh, I thought the combat looked better than it did last year. Like, at least, like, I mean, it's still the Batman-style combat, which it's no surprise, because they showed that last year. But it seems like there's more of, like, Spider-Man in that, uh, like in that combat, than like it did seem last year, which I think is good. Um, it was, but it's literally like the Arkham style games, but with Spider-Man. Cause it's like, oh look, yeah, we're in a true. prison with all them freed. Woo! Which like, that's not like Arkham style. That isn't the entire game, because obviously it has like open world New York. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that was a weird like. It was a weird way to do that trailer, where it was like, here's a bunch of villains that are going to be in this. Also, Spider-Man dies at the end. Apparently. He does. He's like, you? I mean, the way that trailer ended, though, it seemed like there might be multiple Spider-Men or Spider-Women. And if that's the case, awesome. I am into that game. <laughs> as someone who's, like, a fan of Spider-Man, so. Like, if, if that game allows me to play as Miles Morales or Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. F- sign me the f*** up. <laughs> But yeah, like I'm, I'm glad that game at least looks better than it did last year. Um, like I, that's no guarantee that game's gonna be good, or it's gonna play well, or it's gonna be just weird Peter Parker bullshit. Even though he's voiced by Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah, Yuri Lowenthal. But uh, I'm at least more interested in that game than I was last year. But I'm that's still, good. I'm still wait and see on it. 
I'm yeah. not like, all right, I'm going to pre-order now. It's just like, mm-hmm. no, I'll wait and see. Hey, if it seems good, I will get it. But if not, you know, whatevs. Also, they announced a new From Software VR game on the, like their post-show. Yeah, it was weird. It is called uh, Dedesene. I don't know how to, They never pronounced it, but it's got accents on both the E's, and uh, they gave no date for it. But uh, From Software doing a VR game. That is interesting. Hard pass. Oh, I mean, obviously, because it's VR. <laughs> yeah, I can't do VR. I would be interested to see what they're doing, at least in VR. It it it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Even though we know next to nothing about it. Right. Uh. Then finally, we wrapped up with Nintendo. This was a uh, an interesting press conference. Yeah, to say the least. Hmm. I mean, it started off strong. At least for me. They unveiled a new game um, from Marvelous, which has a bunch of people who did the Armored Core series, and then like uh, the character designer from uh, the latest Fire Emblem games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Damon Cross Machina, coming out in 2019. It's a mech game, and it looks rad. Basically, they got me and you like with the first two announcements. <laughs> they did, really. It's true. Yeah. And then after, everything after that, I was like, hmm. Uh, f- I mean, there were a few that I was into yeah. after, but... Uh, they followed that up with the uh, the first look at the story Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Which you were like, oh, right. Which I will say as someone who's played that game, but doesn't own an expansion pass, like, that is a smart place to put that DLC. Mm-hmm. Which is basically, it's a prequel to everything. Oh, it's super smart because, like, there's so much stuff that can be told about the prequel information, like... You know what? What's Jen been up to, and where where was all this stuff? Who is Adam? And like that seems to be answering mm-hmm. all that, which is good. Also, like multiple protagonists, maybe. Seems that way. But yeah, like it that that is really that is a smart place to put that DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming totally. out September twenty eighteen. It is going to come with a uh, standalone thing if you want to get that. I think it just like it's the expansion pass plus this. If you have the expansion pass, you are you're you're good. Covered. Found that out. Also, I didn't. I forgot that this didn't happen today. Oh yeah, <laughs> for clarification, Al watched. We watched this press conference, and then Al passed the f- out for like eighteen hours. <laughs> and so I was thinking about it, I'm like, oh, this happened earlier today. And I'm like, wait a minute. There was Zendelblade stuff we talked. We watched earlier today. So yeah, maybe that's where my confusion's yeah. coming from. But I was like, this happened earlier. This didn't happen earlier. It this didn't happened happen yesterday. Earlier. Uh, following that, that they surprisingly they talked about the Pokemon games which I was thinking they weren't going to talk about because like hey they had that Pokemon press conference like why would they come out and talk about them again but they did they They pretty much did like a quick run through of like hey here's what these Pokemon games are here's that uh, Pokeball accessory and yeah that was weird I mean, I get like, I guess I get why they would do that, but also, like that that information has been out there. Yep. But also knowing what else was on this press conference, like, I guess I understand why they 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 kind of needed this. Yeah. Uh, following that, they uh they unveiled Super Mario Party. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That's coming out October fifth. Yeah, I mean, I will say is like I don't 
I think Mario Party is a bad game. But there are interesting things they are doing with this version. Like where you can use two different switches together and combine them into like for certain games where like you need both screens for it. Yeah. Like that looks really interesting. It is. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad game. It's just not a game I enjoy playing anymore. <laughs> it's a shame that cool technology is being wasted in a in a Mario Party. <laughs> it might be used elsewhere eventually. Hopefully. But yeah, like that actually looks pretty cool and it it is for people who like Mario Party, I guess it is a return to form. Like, there's not they're not doing like the big old like you're in a single cart and you're just going around a board that way. It is it is rolling or going around single characters with a dice, all that sort of stuff. Also, we got to see a Goomba on a bike. That was pretty funny. We did get to see a Goomba on a bike. That is very true. <laughs> uh, following that, they announced the new Fire Emblem game. Fire Emblem Three Houses is the official title for it. Uh, three protagonists, apparently. Christina V is in there. Christina V is in there. They have overhauled the look and the UI for this game, and it looks it looks incredibly impressive. It looks incredible. I'm so happy. It's like shocking how in- impressive that thing is. Um, Which is good. And, and honestly, like it makes me want to buy- play that game. Good. As someone who really hasn't got into the Fire Emblem series, like I am like really interested to see like to what that thing is because it just looks so so good. So hopefully, it, so hopefully it's the same like you know style of like. It looks like they have feet now. <laughs> well, they did in like a uh, or was it just in Heroes or in Warriors they had feet. In Warriors they had feet, yeah. but they didn't have feet in any of the 3DS ones. Yeah. Um. Hopefully it's the same as like Awakening and like the the trio games. Yeah, I hope so. Which also, it kind of seems like this is a another like, hey, we're making a three game, but like we're actually just combining it into one instead of doing Which that is three dumb thing. So smart. Yeah. So hopefully that thing's good. It looks good. Uh, so after that, uh, hey, it seems like that uh that booth uh piece of paper leak was real, cause uh Fortnite is out now on the Switch. Which also got leaked thanks to Chance the Rapper. Yep, it did. How dare he leak my games. Uh, so that is out now. Uh, Overcooked 2 is coming out August 7th, 2018. Killer Queen Black is coming out 2018. Uh, also, Hollow Knight is out now. Yep. <laughs> Which is a big surprise because that, w- that has been just a PC game. And is making its console debut on the Switch. Right now. I bought it. You did? That's cool. Mm-hmm. I saw those devs on a Giant Bombs Night Show last night, and I was, I was like, I'll buy this game. Yeah, I bought it last night at some point when I was actually awake. <laughs> and then just like... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and then that awakeness didn't last very long. <laughs> uh, Octopath Traveler got a little bit... This is where they talked about, hey, we're going to make a new... We're, there's a new demo coming, and um, all the progress you have in that will carry over to the the main game. Also, if you want to, let's talk about Fortnite a bit. If you, uh, so you have to like log in with like an Epic account, I think, to play that. If you log in with an Epic account that is tied to your PlayStation 4, you can't play Fortnite without making a new account. What? Because Sony does not do cross play or cross platform play. So if like you have one for like on the Xbox or PC, uh, you, and you can, you can play with anybody who plays PC, Xbox, mobile on the Switch. If you play it on the PS4, though, you're boned. 
Oh my god. I forgot that that was a thing and I remember now that it was a huge deal. It's still strange that like Sony is the company that's like Nah. Nah. And Nintendo's like, yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) You want to play games with us on other platforms? Sure. Let's do it. Like that's like the, the, the exact opposite of what you'd expect. Like you would think Nintendo would be the one to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on guys. Let's be real. But no, they're they're full bore. Uh, we got a montage of a bunch of things, a lot of stuff that had been announced. Uh, Starlink, Arena of Valor, a game from Tencent, Minecraft, which I thought Minecraft was already out. I don't know why they're advertising it. Like I don't know what that thing is they're advertising. Maybe it's like a big update or something. But I'm pretty sure Minecraft's been out on the Switch. Uh, Sushi Striker, which is out. Uh, the Mario and Rabbids DLC. Dragon Ball Fighters, which is is officially confirmed. Uh, interesting enough, they are saying like, hey. That game is gonna have is gonna run at sixty frames per second, hmm. and also they're gonna they're gonna implement single Joy-Con support for that, which is a uh, which will be very interesting to see how that works. Uh, the Splatoon D- uh, let me try it again. The Splatoon two DLC, mm-hmm. which I was I was very curious because like on the on the thing they're still like summer twenty eighteen. I was like, it is pretty much summer. Why haven't they announced a date for that thing? But then right afterwards, they were like, oh, by the way, that thing is coming out uh, as of this recording. It'll be out now. But like, uh, yeah, it comes out like pretty much like the next day. I was like, oh, okay. okay. That makes a ton of sense. Uh, Captain Toad, the Crash Bandicoot thing, a new game called Ninjala, which seems to be like ninjas, but kind of Mm -hmm. Splatoon-esque. A port of Carcassonne, Ark, and Pixark. Wasteland 2, Fallout Shelter, Dark Souls Remastered, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, Wolfenstein 2, The World Ends With You, Mega Man 11, and Mario Tennis Aces. So at this point, you're probably like, okay, well, what else are they going to show? I bet Metroid Prime comes up here soon, Yoshi. Well, let me tell you about a game called Smash Brothers. Let's talk about that for a good 30 minutes. The rest of the The rest of the press conference. Uh, So yeah, this was the big Smash Brothers... uh, segment i guess mm-hmm. the game is now called super smash brothers ultimate yep and Everybody's it, there. it's a greatest hits of smash brothers every single character that has appeared in a previous smash brothers is in this game yep which is interesting uh they're also doing a bunch of like basically a bunch of balance changes to it they say like oh we got tens of thousands of changes which is sure a lot of people are probably aren't unless you're like hardcore into the smash brothers you're probably not going to notice them i would assume um, and then they ran through like every single character <laughs> and their ultimates. About them. Yeah, that was uh, real weird. Uh, a couple of new characters they announced. Uh, they also announced like Echo characters, which are just like mm-hmm. palette swaps, but like with sw- small differences. Uh, Daisy is a Echo character for Peach, mm-hmm. making her debut. And then they also announced Ridley, mm-hmm. which has been a joke in the series forever. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. I didn't realize it was such a big deal. I was like, oh, that's, yeah, it, that's it's, a thing it's for Metroid. Yeah, it's been an ongoing joke in the Smash community for ages that Ridley should be a playable character. So, so that, at least somebody is, I guess, paying attention to the community, which I, I should have known because the f***ing GameCube controller is back. But. Well, of course it is. <sighs> uh, so, yeah. That thing is a big deal. Um, I was real stoked about the Zelda design they went with. Yeah, they uh, what was it? Link Between Worlds. 
Link Between Worlds. So she's more like classic Zelda. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> what was the thing Sakurai said that like, oh, I, 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 I didn't want to put Breath of the Wild uh, in her or Zelda in there because she's too busy studying everyone else. She's too busy studying. She doesn't want to fight. <laughs> everyone else is ready to f- kick well, he didn't actually say that, but that's the that's the true. implication. It's the implication that she's the one that's studying. Everybody else is ready to throw down. Which is really but, good. But um, it was funny watching right after the press conference because uh, he was just annihilating everybody. Which I mean, like he made he made the game, so yeah. it makes sense. He but kills himself making that game. <laughs> they all went in to play with him. I'm like, why would you play with him? Why would you want to play with him? <laughs> You know he's going to destroy you, and like he even picked characters. He's like, oh, I'm not as good with this character, and annihilates. Um, I guess like the interesting thing for me is that like you know, it, hey, Solid Snake's in this. Yeah, uh, but you're not a huge Smash fan. I'm not, but hey, Snake's in this. Yeah, so they're gonna I, I make a Solid Snake amiibo. Which I think it's a cool thing. The implication. Wait, did the amiibo get announced? No, but like it's got oh. it's got they they had that thing out there afterwards and it was like four slots and they announced and there's like four two ca- of them. four new characters right yeah i think so so it'd probably be snake and the and wolf right because like those are like or maybe like ice climbers as well like there's gonna be like the returning ones are gonna get amiibos like they have to yeah they have to but also the idea of like if me going back in 10 years and be like hey nintendo's gonna make a mini solid snake figurine that works with video games i'd be like what the f- but uh, and also they're getting David Hayter back to voice Snake, which is cool, considering he got shafted in MGS Five. But uh, yeah. Also, I just want to hear Snake talk to Colonel Campbell about like Bayonetta and Cloud and Inkling Girl and Ryu, and just hear that hear what voice line or like dialogue they come up with that, because <laughs> that's gonna be real dumb. I think like the only detriment to this thing is like this isn't a new Smash Brothers game. This is Smash 4.5. This is essentially Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with Smash. It is the complete version with new characters, balance updates. It looks better. And it is in that in that case it is you can you could probably call this like it's kind of disappointing. Like obviously they will probably will make a new Smash Brothers later in the cycle. Like that will be actually the new thing. Why would you consider it not a new Smash Brothers? Cuz it's not. It's, Why? Because this is essentially the game of the year version of Smash Brothers. All the DLC is involved. We have some new characters. And like, that's what Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was. Which that's a good. I mean, that's, I'm not saying this is a bad game or anything, but it's not a new. It's not a new Smash. Like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was not a new Mario Kart. It is everything from the the previous game is included with some new stuff, new characters, and obviously they're bringing in characters from the older games. So it is like super game of the year and new characters as well there's balance changes a lot of the stages and like the designs are kind of similar even though like some of the characters are getting new costumes obviously but mechanically it seems like it is pretty much the same game as last one Mm. i don't know i would consider it a new smash i i feel like if they're gonna they're gonna make a new smash later like at the end of the life cycle it would be a brand new thing that won't be like based off of four or this. It'll be like whatever the the step ups from like each game usually is. But outside of that, if you're a person who's not into Smash, like and maybe you don't like Pokemon or Mario Party, 
there's really not a lot for you from Nintendo in the latter half of this year. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that there wasn't as much stuff announced. Right, like it's, that is, I mean, obviously they had a fantastic 2017. They did. Coming back and keeping that momentum up is is difficult. I think in terms of like everyone, like 2017 was a fantastic year for games in general. Yeah. And I think a lot of companies are kind of just like having to struggle with, with having that great year and coming back with something new and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily happening. Like this is a transition year. We are transitioning yeah. into the end of the life cycle for consoles, for these for this generation of consoles, for the PS4 and Xbox One specifically. And basically you saw a lot of games that are being announced for next year when last year it was a lot of games that were coming out in 2017. Mm-hmm. And I think like that is a thing that's happening across the board, but like with Nintendo especially, like it is it is hard to come back from the year they had and have the same or at least a similar style of momentous year. And coming out with only Smash, Pokemon, and Mario Party excuse me, Mario Party, as, like, your key three uh, temples of the holiday season. Like, obviously, those are three franchises that a lot of people enjoy, but, you know, it's not necessarily, in my opinion, it's not necessarily a new Smash Brothers game. The Pokemon game is not a new full-fledged Pokemon game, mm-hmm. and Mario Party's Mario Party. So, if you're someone who's looking, like, for something else, and granted, you know, Nintendo is at the place where they can announce things whenever. Yeah. But looking at things now, it's it is very surprising that there's not a lot more from them in the in the the latter half of the year, or at least like something that was like surprising. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was surprised by Mario Party, but I won't pick it up. Like it, <laughs> I don't have friends. Like obviously, you know, coming out of this, like the Yoshi game didn't show up. It got delayed till mm-hmm. 2019. Now it has been official. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 did not show up because mm-hmm. apparently that game is not in a state to show. Uh, the uh, rumored Star Fox thing. That didn't show not, up either. It didn't show up. Um, the only thing we got was the Ubisoft Star Fox yeah. thing. So uh, it's, I know a lot of people will 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 go crazy over Nintendo, especially Smash Brothers in general. But like, in my opinion, it was a disappointing showing from Nintendo this year. I was underwhelmed. I still would say that Microsoft had the best. Yeah, exactly. Of all of them. I mean, I would say like, hey, Nintendo did better than EA and Square. Like, I, and also, I would probably, I would put them above Sony. I would too. Like that gives them top three, but like everything under Ubisoft, like my, everything under Microsoft and Ubisoft was kind of middling at best. Mm-hmm. If not just terrible. Yeah. So. It was a, it was it was an underwhelming year overall. Yeah, I would agree. Like it's it's a strange year. Like a lot of people are coming are having that that feeling coming out of this is that like this is a weird weird year, just in general at least from these announcements. Uh, I did a thing where I tallied up uh, the announcements, which I gotta actually fix here. Oops. Because I goofed on one. Uh, in terms of like dates that were or like when games are coming out. Uh, five games came out now. They're out now. Uh. 28 games were said to come out in 2018, 27 games coming out in 2019, and 15 with no date attached. So if you look at that, combine the 2019 and the future, like that is what, 42 games that are not coming out anytime remotely soon. 
at least in, right. within the next within the rest of the year which i which i think was yeah like like we we're talking about like it's a a contrast to what happened last year where it was a lot of hey these are games you're going to be playing in the the re- latter half of this year but with uh supposedly you know consoles new consoles being talked about for next year or at least like the the first inklings of talking about consoles next year like it i guess this makes sense like it's just one of those weird years where you know not a lot of like real real surprising or interesting stuff is going to be popping out at you yeah but but that's that's just how it goes sometimes like you're not going to have bangers of years like back to back to back i think that's sometimes it's not how it goes um looking through this list let's do a let's at least 5 5 games we out of all the games here that we are that we are the most looking forward to Oh. If you want to take your time, I I will. I can go first. You uh, go first. Yeah. Uh, I would say uh, Shadows Die Twice, the From Software game. I think that would be one. Um, I'm not gonna include Tales of Asperia because I've already played it, but obviously that <laughs> would be one. If I was, you know, if I was talking about that, um, Cyberpunk would be another Doom Two. Obviously. Uh, what else? Control. And probably that Damon Cross Machina. But all those games, not coming out this year. Yeah, so, um, I would say Devil May Cry would be one. Yeah, I think that's a good one as well. Uh, I would say Tunic would be one for me. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Um... I will also say control. Okay. Um, because that would look fantastic. Um, I'll go with Fire Emblem because I'm real stoked for that one. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good, good call. No, I'm trying to think of the fifth one. Hmm. That's the hard part. Is like maybe which that, one? Maybe would that be... platinum game. They didn't really show much of it. Yeah, the thing is that they didn't really show yeah. enough of it for me to be like, oh, man, that looks awesome. Right. Because um, otherwise it would be like remakes because like Resident Evil 2, Vesperia, those kinds of things are like, can we just you, circle in? I mean, if you want to put Resident Evil 2, I think that's a big enough jump compared to what the Vesperia remake is. Yeah. Because it's more so of like one... more, the, the RE2 remake is more of like this is a different game. Yeah. So that might be my fifth one is RE2. But, um, but once it's definitely... It... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say definitely the other four are locked in. But also, once again, those are all games not coming out this year. Correct. Which is a, that's a sign. Yeah, it is. Yep. I mean, hopefully, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be stuff coming out later this year. Like, there's like, there's stuff that wasn't talked about at E3. Like, Red Dead Redemption 2 is still coming out later this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I'll get Smash. Yeah, I'm. I have pre-ordered Smash as well. Despite my, despite what I've said about that game, like I think, I think that game is interesting. Like I, even though I don't think it's necessarily like the next Smash game, like I still think it's real interesting. I'm not gonna say like that makes it a bad game just because it's, as what I think of like a game of the year collection. Like I love Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. But uh, yeah, like I, th- I, I'm interested in that game. Like, and there's also like just some other stuff that'll pop up everywhere. Like, uh. I think Ooblets is, is supposed to come out this year, and that game looks real cool. I'm real interested in that game. 
Um, but yeah, a weird year. A lot yeah, of stuff we're looking forward to coming out next year. So hey, maybe yeah. 2019 seems like it's going to be a baller year. <laughs> Especially <laughs> those first few months. So first three months, yeah. Um, and I, I think they said World of, World Ends With You is this year, right? Yes, that is fall. So I'm real, I'm real happy to play that again. It's like one thing that Square Enix showed me that I'm like, yeah, I'm all right with this. That'd be <laughs> fine. But again, it's a game that they made years ago, like at least 10 years ago. Right. So, you know, it's the only way Square Enix keeps getting my money is if they keep giving me remakes, I guess. Let me see if Wikipedia has like, okay, this isn't like a full list. Yeah. There's only, Jesus. What? Okay, so February 22nd is going to be a bloodbath. Oh, God. What is it? It's Anthem, Crackdown 3, Days Gone, and Metro Exodus all in one day. Oh, my Lord. Like, that seems like... Yikes. And that's not even counting everything else coming out in February. I'd imagine that since everybody realizes that now, that some things will get shuffled oh, around. Yeah. Red, Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to get delayed till February, and everyone's going to be like, Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> we got to leave! Uh, yeah. Abandon that February ship. I'm always, I'm always, I love E3. Like, I love crazy press conferences and all that sort of stuff, but, you know, not a lot of that this year. Not a lot of big surprises. But, like, granted, like, that's a problem with everything getting leaked to back, so. And also, like, we were talking about this, uh, off, off recording, but, like, Sony's in a weird place. Oh, yeah. Like, literally three years ago was the press conference where they're like, yo, Last Guardian's real. It's coming out. Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's happening. Shenmue 3. Yo, look at all these games we got. The Vita's got stuff. And then pretty much every year since then, it's just like gotten more constricted and constricted and constricted. To now it's just, hey, we're going to put some trailers up on the on the screen. You can watch them. Like, it's, it's so weird how, like, they've gone, like, I don't know if, like, it's just because, hey, we're the number one console in the world. We can kind of get, get away with this, but, like, it seems like, you know. But how long can they get away with this? It, it seems like it's basically kind of, like, flip-flop for, like, where Microsoft was real struggling in the very beginning of this console cycle in terms of, like, press conferences. And rightfully so. And now it's, like, the last couple of years, they've consistently been like, hey, we're going to show games. And it's going to be a wide variety of stuff. So, hey, here you go. And it's worked for them. Mm-hmm. So, I just wonder, like, after this year, like, what Sony's going to be doing. Because <laughs> that was a that was a weird thing. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was E3. 2018. You are now completely informed of what happened. At the Electronic Entertainment Expo, they they showed off the video games at the Los Angeles Convention Center. It was packed to the the gills with fans and press alike looking to get the latest looks at the newest video games. And we're all degenerates. And we're all degenerates. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, so that's gonna wrap this episode up. Yep. If you would like more from us, go to SeasonalMeCheckup.com or SAC.cool, where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and I Watch and the Seasonal Checkup. 
and you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. You can find more from Anladium at anladium.com. She has columns and reviews on the site as well. Yay. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup, where we have Twitter. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA, where if you would like to give us a dollar, that's the place to do it. Uh, next week will be something. We have a list. We have a list. We haven't necessarily figured out what it could be, but we have like there's there's a variety of stuff we could pull from for mm-hmm. for that. So we'll figure that out and reconvene this time next week. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you then. And goodbye from the Electronics Entertainment Expo. We will see you next year when all the video game fans convene in on Los Angeles in 2019. <laughs>